Let's begin our session, shall we? I understand you've been having some problems with shyness. That's right, Dr. Buckner. I'm a shy guy. A real shy guy. I don't like to go outside. I don't like to look people in the eye. And I don't like the feeling that pigeons are tracking my movements. Well, now, one of those men, sir. Actually, I've decided to go by my middle name, Simon. I associate the name Spencer with decades of schoolyard beatings. Yes, I see, Simon. Well, to get back to the point, one of the things you just mentioned represents an extreme neurosis. I'm referring, of course, to you not making eye contact. Good, because I can prove that those pigeons are really watching me. My dear boy, nature is full of strange phenomena. Why, one time I saw a very peculiar dandelion. A very menacing dandelion. Yes, menacing. That's the right word for it. But there are pills and so on for that sort of thing. No, I was referring to your aberrant and altogether unnatural trouble with looking people in the eye. Oh, but I thought that was pretty common. Yes, well... I once thought that a chalupa was a mythical man-eating monster that lived in Mexico. But here's the thing about that, Spencer. I was wrong. You see, it was actually the chupacabra that I was thinking of. And they are real, you know, a deadly dangerous animal. Deadly dangerous. Speaking of deadly dangerous, let's discuss this condition. Well, the last time I tried to look someone in the eye, it was in grade school. Yes, very traumatic for you, I'm sure. You know, Spencer, sometimes when people don't wish to engage with reality, they construct a fantasy world. And so, that's what we're going to be doing today. Oh, we're going to be telling a story? Yes, a therapeutic fantasy story. But why a fantasy story? Well, because fantasy lets us access deeper realities of the psyche. Now, how do you feel about unicorns? Oh, for therapy? Indeed. Or if I could construct a therapeutic fantasy world, maybe it could be one where I have a giant flaming sword and I beat the bad guys and... uh... Oh, no, 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 no. Too violent. Of course, unicorns can be violent. Why, I remember reading one story that was very violent indeed. And it had unicorns. But we don't want to tell that sort of story. No, I rather think our unicorn story will be very different indeed. So why don't you begin? So does the unicorn go on a journey to a faraway land? I rather think the unicorn in this story likes to stay home. In fact, I think this unicorn is a doctor. Yes, a doctor of psychiatry. He sees the patients, he pays his bills. That doesn't sound like me. Well, of course, this isn't literally you, Spencer. It's a unicorn. It's Simon. And for a unicorn, he sounds pretty normal. Yes, but there is... One crucial difference between this unicorn and a normal person. That crucial difference being, of course, that he is, in fact, a unicorn. Oh, well, uh, okay. Now, this unicorn, well respected by his peers, several articles published in reputable journals and the like, this unicorn, I say, is ready to receive his first patient, and that's you, Spencer. Now, why don't you enter into the story here? I thought that I was a unicorn. Perhaps therapy isn't for you. No, I... But who am I then? Spencer, of course. But I I prefer Simon. In the confines of unicorn therapy fantasy land, you are in fact named Spencer. Is that because that's the name I associate with my childhood trauma? Hmm. Yes, 
childhood trauma. Spencer, that reminds me of a story. It's actually part of the backstory of this unicorn psychiatrist that we've just made up right now for our therapy. Now, once upon a time, there was a unicorn. It was very small, well-respected, and nobody picked on this unicorn at school. He was never beaten, not once. Why would he have been? But his mother had fixed him at this juncture, a ham sandwich for lunch in a brown paper bag. A very common brown paper bag. He didn't care for the bag, you see. Neither the bag nor the sandwich. I don't understand. Is a unicorn you? My dear boy, the story is just a story. I am, of course, a human being. No magical horn sprouts from this forehead, nor do I have the equine shape possessed by unicorns as a matter of course. Do you know, Spencer, it's been my observation that unicorns are nothing more than horses with horns on their heads. But, 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 what are you talking about? Well, I was talking about a unicorn. Let's call him Dr. Buckner, shall we? But, but... You and the unicorn both have the same name. Yes, my dear Spencer. Simon! But you see, one of them is not real. Now, the story proper begins, let's say now. Remember, of course, that I am a unicorn. Now, knock on the door to my office, if you please, Spencer. Or this door here? My dear boy, your case is really quite serious. Uh, Don't knock on the real door, on my door. You must knock on Dr. Buckner's door, that is, the door of Dr. Buckner the unicorn. That is obviously what I meant. Now, use your imagination, not your knuckles. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm knocking. There, I knocked. In fantasy land. Yes? Do come in, Spencer. I've been expecting you. Okay, here I am, huh? I sat down. Good, yes, very good. Now, you will notice, Spencer, of course, that I am a unicorn. Here in fantasy land, things are strange. Very strange indeed. Now, why have you come to see me, my boy? Why, uh, I don't know. Well... A little bird a told bird? me. A bird? What kind of a little bird? What kind, you ask? Why, a pigeon, naturally. But I'm scared of pigeons. But here in Unicorn Fantasyland, they're always watching. Oh, no! Yes, well, as I was saying, a little bird, by which I mean a pigeon, people call them doves, but I call them pigeons, you see, told me that you wanted to talk to me about your fear of going outside. Oh, I came here because I'm shy. My dear Spencer, I... Dr. Buckner, the unicorn, do not treat shyness. You don't? No, I only treat agoraphobia. That is all. That is why I agreed to see you. Now, I do hear that there is another psychiatrist in the real world whose name is the same as mine, Dr. Buckner, though we are in fact entirely different beings. And this psychiatrist, who has, I am quite certain, the respect of all his colleagues and has published a number of fine papers and well-respected journals, that man, I say, could help you with your shyness. But I, Dr. Buckner, I am, of course, a unicorn. And unicorns, you see, do not understand shyness. Not in the least. Oh, they don't? They do not. But how can it be therapeutic if it don't? Excuse me. The phone. Ah, it's a pigeon calling me on the landline in my office. I don't see a phone. This is my invisible phone, and it's on silent mode. So, how could you see it or hear it in any case? 
Now, just a moment, I need to talk to this pigeon. What's that, Mr. Beak? Chocolate cake. No, I don't have one. No, I, I don't believe so. Well, let me ask him. Spencer, do you have any intention of buying a chocolate cake after you leave my office? A cake? No. No. I see. No. No, he says he's not going to buy one. No, I, I'm sure he won't mind if he watches every move for the next couple of days. Very well. Goodbye. Well, I guess that's all the time we have, isn't it? I gotta get out of here. Now, now, my boy, where would you go? Aside from my office, there's nothing but open fields here in Unicorn Fantasyland. Completely exposed, visible. That's how the pigeons like it. The pigeons! Yes, quite so. The pigeons. Excellent fellows. Oh my. Well, another therapeutic triumph. Hello? Oh, Mr. Beak, it's you again. Yes, I know the therapy session has ended, but it is so fun to talk to a make-believe pigeon. Yes, yes, well, he ran out before we could complete his therapy. No, no, don't be worried, quite harmless. What's that? Bring the whole flock along. Well, yes, why not? Maybe you can talk some sense into him. Very well, goodbye. Dolores, send in my five o'clock. Get Mrs. Buckner on the phone, would you? Have I got some stories to tell her? <laughs> <laughs>